that's in the eyes, that's in the beyond the keepers, beyond the keepers. In this world, we are surrounded by things that we cannot explain, from the paranormal to the supernatural. Close your eyes and explore these things outside the realm of our own senses, as we get an understanding into the world that lies beyond. Monsters under the bed. Remember when you were a child, and you were told it was time for bed? Fear built up as you left the relative safety of the brightly lit living room and made your way down the hallway to the dark bedroom. An icy chill went through your little bones as you made the leap from the doorway to the bed, purposely missing the floor around the bed. Why did that space terrify you so much? Was it because you knew that there was something waiting for you to make that mistake and get too close? You could almost feel the eyes watching the scene that this was the night that you would be dragged under the bed never to be seen again. Even in the bright light of morning, you were quick to jump off the bed and not get close to the underworld. When you settled under the covers, why did you have them pulled up over your head? It had that little flashlight on as a way to keep them at bay. You were always careful to have your feet under the covers, as to not give the monsters a way to grab and hold when they got close enough to eat you. As you lay there terrified, curled up in a ball, waiting to fall asleep, you could hear their claws scrape. Lays and hiding, just out of the closet lights too. Oh, it doesn't matter how many times someone checked. <laughs> it was never found. And last but not least, are those little evil creatures in the bottom of your toy box. You can hear them push the lid. The lid makes that cracking sound. Like an evil laugh that all monsters have. Because you are the punchline of their evil joke. Beads of sweat trickle down your forehead as they get closer and closer. You let out a cry for help. And the bedroom door opens and the light comes on. All of your monsters crawl back into their hiding places, watching and waiting. Sweet dreams. Someone's always watching me. Someone's always there. When I'm sleeping, he just waits. And he... 
It's dark and cold, and the leaves crunch under your feet. This wooden area is no more than just a few acres. <laughs> of course, that doesn't mean much, being that you are only 12 years old. Since you have made this trick hundreds of times in the daylight, but in the vanishing light of early evening, the place takes on a much foreboding look that says, Something wicked this way comes. Since the trees have all lost their leaves, what remains look like grotesque skeletons with their limbs twisted into horrifying shapes, reaching out to get you if you stray off the path too far. It's as quiet as a grave. No animals are scurrying about. No birds flying overhead. It's as if whatever enters here isn't supposed to be seen alive again. As you make your way on the winding path, the reason why comes into view. A group of tombstones arranged in a shaped circle. Yes, <laughs> those are the ones who entered, but never made it out alive. The airy circle was just close enough to the trail to see clearly, but far enough away not to get lured in. The grave markers had a look that said, fresh mound of dirt next to a hole as if beckoning you in. The pangs of fear grip your bones tightly and won't let go. I'm never gonna make it home. They're gonna get me. Then you hear it. The giggle that turns into the evil laugh that you have heard so many nights when hidden underneath your covers. Now they've gotten out of my room and followed me here. This is all a trap. They know which way I would have to go and they're waiting for me. You want to run for dear life, but your feet just won't go. They feel as though they've been glued to the ground. Every step takes all your energy. Someone's always watching me. Someone's always there. When I'm sleeping, he just waits. And he stares. Someone's always standing in the darkest corner of my room. He's tall and wears a suit of black, dressed like the perfect groom.
Halloween. Your favorite time of the year is just a few weeks away. And you're looking for that scare of all scares. At school, your friends talk about the legend of Bloody Mary and tell you a story. You shake your head in disbelief at such a goofy story, saying that there is no way it can be true. And then comes the dare. When it gets dark, we dare you to go into the bathroom, stand in front of the mirror, turn off the lights and close the door. Say her name as you look into the mirror three times and she'll show herself. They say, if you don't, then you're a chicken, your friends add. The devil on your shoulder says, it's just a story. Do it, and nothing will happen. You just wait and see. The angel on your other says, no, don't listen to that. Listen to that little voice. It warns you of danger. The days in October are growing shorter and the darkness falls not long after dinner. When dinner is over, you are excused from the table as you head upstairs to prove your friends wrong. There's no way such a story can be true, and you're looking forward to proving them wrong. You can see the look on their faces as you celebrate your triumph. With all the bravery you can muster, you step inside the bathroom and close the door. The door makes an ominous groan as it swings shut. It's if as though it's telling you not to go with this stupid dare. Maybe it too knows something I don't know. But your mind switches gears quickly, and you're back at the task at hand. Click! Goes the light switch and it's so dark you can't see your hand in front of your face. That should have been another clue that maybe this wasn't such a good idea. Nope. I'm gonna scare myself right out of doing it, you think to yourself. The only thing you brought in the bathroom with you was a small flashlight for protection. The same one you use every night to keep the monsters at bay. As your eyes get close to the darkness, you take several raspy Breaths and begin. <sighs> Bloody Mary. You wait. Nothing's happened. Bloody Mary. You wait longer. Still nothing. Finally, you utter out the last phrase. Bloody Mary. Just as you thought. It was just a story to tell yourself. You reach for the light switch and turn it on. Nothing happens. You're jiggling up and down, but the lights won't come back on. You reach for the doorknob to open the door. The door is locked. It won't open. There is no lock on the door. The knob won't turn. Then it hits you. I'm trapped. Fear starts to well up inside you as you're locked inside. In desperation, you turn on the flashlight. The batteries are suddenly dead. No way. They were working fine last night. There's a light scraping noise inside the bathroom door. The door starts to shake. 
The shower curtain starts to rustle. Is it blown by some invisible breeze? The temperature drops as you start to shiver. Is it the cold air? Or is it the fact that you may never get out of this room alive? A sense of dread that you have never felt begins to settle in. At first you strain your ears to hear it. It sounds, it sounds like a voice coming from the darkened mirror. Tommy. It gets closer and louder. An airy white mist begins to flow from the window down to the countertop like a fog. It flows down to the floor and surrounds you. It feels like a million tiny fingers gripping you. Your mind is screaming at you, this can't be real. You're just scaring yourself. This must be a dream. But I'm awake. Tommy, step closer. With quivering legs and stumbling feet, you move closer to the counter. Closer. You're up against the sink now. So do you still think I'm just that goofy story that your friends at school were making up today? A scream from the depths of Hades itself comes out of the mirror. All of a sudden, she's not just in the mirror, but coming out after me. A face that has the look of death in it is scarier than any monster ever dreamed or imagined was staring me right in the eye. There was no place to run or hide. Try as you might, there was no screaming or calling for help. No one could save you now. You had summoned Mary. And now I had to survive her vengeance. In an instant she was there in all of her horror, and then she was gone. The lights came on, and the door opened. It's as if nothing ever happened. Well, that would have been the case if it wasn't for the gift she left behind. The next morning at home, your friends gather around asking if you were chicken, or if you did in fact go through with it. With that look on your face, it says look at this. You pull up your shirt, and they all let out shrieks of horror. There are bloody bite marks. to be late for dinner as it starts to get dark. Mom's wrath is more terrifying than the worst of all childhood monsters put together. The way to shorten the trip was to go down through the path through the woods. It's dark and cold as the dead leaves crunch under your feet. This wooded area is no more than just a few acres. Of course, that doesn't mean much because you're only 12 years old. Sure, you've made this trek hundreds of times in the daylight, but in the vanishing light of the early evening, this place takes on a much more boating look that says, something wicked this way comes. Since the trees have all lost their leaves, 
What remains look like grotesque skeletons with their limbs twisted into horrifying shapes, reaching out to catch you if you stray too far off the path. It's as quiet as a grave. No animals are scurrying about. No birds are flying overhead. It's as if whatever enters here isn't supposed to be seen alive again. As you make your way through the winding path, the reason why it comes into view. A group of tombstones arranged in a misshapen circle. Yes, those are the ones who entered, but never did make it out. <laughs> Alive. The eerie circle was just close enough to the trail to see clearly but far enough away not to get alert in. The grave markers have a look that says, We have always been here, and we will always be. We will be waiting here for you, little Tommy. We have a special place just for you. When can you come and play forever? You see a shovel on a fresh mound of dirt next to a hole as if to beckon you in. The pangs of fear grip your tiny bones and won't let go. I'm never gonna make it home. They're gonna get me. Then you hear it. That giggle that turns into the evil laugh that you have heard so many nights while you lay hidden under your covers. No, they've gotten out of my room and followed me here. This is all a trap. They know which way I would have to go and they're waiting for me. You want to run for dear life, but your feet just won't go. They feel as though they're glued to the ground. Every step takes all your energy. Your mind screams, run, Tommy, run! But you can't. There's a flutter of movement out of the corner of your eye. It was just a shadow. Or was it? From out of nowhere, the cold December wind picks up. There's a stirring in the leaves. It's just the wind. Or was it? You know they're watching you from that foreboding circle. And they're crawling closer, too. All those nights under those covers, knowing that they were just about to leap and drag you into the place where all missing children go. And now, at this moment, they finally have their revenge. You turn and run with all the speed and your little legs can muster up. Every tree seems to reach out for you. Every hole in the ground tries to pull you down. You dare not stop or even turn around, because they're matching you step for step. Up ahead is the edge of the wood thicket and that last telltale sign of hope. Just beyond is your house, with your mother waiting. Reaching the front door steps, you turn and look back at the hall you just escaped from. You hear a voice from the forest say, You made it this far, Tommy. But we will always be here waiting. Someone's always watching me. Someone's always there When I'm sleeping he just waits
darkest corner of my room. He's tall and wears a suit of black, dressed like the perfect groom. Watch behind you. Until next time.